Hey, hello everyone, Sean Simon, speaking to your grandpa. Welcome to the new year. It's 2022. Absolutely unbelievable. We are in season three of PPG Grandpa's Paramotor Podcast, clearproptv.com, which you can watch us every Monday night at 7 p.m. Central. And of course, our audio version at paratalk.org. Tonight, we are just talking about paramotors, and we also started to talk about 3D printing. What kind of cool things can we print to help the paramotor community? Welcome once again to Season 3, Episode 103. Bill H. and Nick Griffith in the house. What's up, Sean? Y'all got some snow? No, we do not. Thank you very much. Um, we did get a little bit of flurries, but uh, not horrible. I mean, it was just 75 degrees, and this morning it was 21 degrees. Burr. But I'm sure that there's some of you out there that are like, uh, 21 is nothing. You should see what we have. Uh, welcome to the show. Welcome to Season 3. Season three, episode 103, uh, PPG Grandpa's Paramotor Podcast, Clearprop TV, and Paratalk.org. And we really branched out. I mean, it's really awesome. Matter of fact, we have uh, Eric Lear from PPGLear.com that has his own show and uh, kind of um, talks about paramotors and stuff like that, along with PPG Shane. Uh, Eric, welcome to the show. Welcome to season three. And uh, what's up with uh, your show and Shane's show? Tell us a little bit about that in case people have not heard about your show yet. Well, this uh, this coming up show is going to be how to rebuild the top end on a Moster 185. Uh, when we were down in Florida, we helped Shane tear it apart. And then I left. It was because we couldn't get parts. So we're going to actually put it back together tomorrow. But it's a lot more than just you know, throwing new seals in there, putting a new piston in there. It's, it's understanding why we do the things that we do. So um, tomorrow's show is going to be about that. And you can see that on ppgshane.com. Awesome. That sounds like a show that we just cannot mix. Mix? No, miss uh, tomorrow uh, at ppgshane.com. Well, welcome to the show, Eric. And we also got Brian. Hey, Bill Waller. Welcome to season three, brother. Yeah, man. Is it season three already? Wow. Unbelievable. Yeah, good to be here as usual, man. Um, send some of that warm weather my way. I hear y'all talk about flying, but uh, it snowed in Alabama. That's when it's cold. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely way too cold for me, too. Woke up at 21 degrees this morning. It, it's, it's just crazy. Well, welcome to the show, Brian. Um, don't you have uh, where, where are your shenanigans at? Yeah, so you can check out my shenanigans uh, at uh, ppgbrian.com. You can type my name into YouTube, take you straight there as well. And appreciate that uh, website there, PPG Grandpa. Well, that's your website. It's just a little forward. That's no big deal. Hey, so thank you so much. And, and thank you for, for being with me on the show for such a long time. I mean, appreciate it, bud. Yeah, man. It's good to be here. We also got somebody throwing some hearts out there, ParamimeUSA.com, our very own Linda Anderson with uh, her pom-poms, yes? Yes, 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 yes. Always the- with my pom-poms. Happy New Year's, everybody, and everybody in the chat. Thanks for hanging with us tonight. We love your bunches, and we couldn't do it without you. And uh, I'm, I'm just happy to be here, and um, that's about it. I, like I said, Monday's. That's my night, man. That's the hang. I got to hang with my peeps here, and thank you so much. 
Absolutely. I'm glad that you could make it to season three with us, which is really awesome. In case you don't realize, I've been in my jammies all day long. I was waiting for my 3D printer to get here. Apparently, Santa was slow. But uh, we're printing some stuff in the background. If you can hear it, sorry. We also got Will Fly. Uh, WillFlyPPG.com in the house. What's up, brother? Hey, guys. Good to be here. I've got the cootie, so I don't know how much participating I'll do tonight, but I can't think of a better place to hang out on Monday night. It's not like I'm doing anything, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's awful. So you're no, stuck, no. You're stuck, you're it, stuck it at the house? Either, it was either go to the hospital for the cure or hang out with you guys. And, yeah, this was more important. So here I am. <laughs> Oh, I mean, uh, 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 whatever. <laughs> well, I'm glad that you're here, buddy, and I uh, hope you feel better, son. We also got JP Tulo. What's up, guys? Happy to be here. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, TikTok Tulo, the uh, only guy I know that has 2.2 million views on his TikTok. How's that been going for you? Going good, going good. Just uh, haven't been putting out as much as usual, but uh, it's just there for fun. You know how it is. So, Well, how do we get to your shenanigans? Oh, right, yeah. Uh, JPTulo.com. J-P-T-U-L-O. Uh, I have TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, and the Facebook. Some uh, variation of JPTulo will... If you, the jp2o.com you can get to any of them from there so awesome well glad that you made it here to ppg grandpa's paramotor podcast clearproptv.com paratalk.org our third season of talking paramotors tonight we do not have a guest we're just going to be chatting about paramotors uh different things that we can do with paramotors and possibly 3d printers yeah we're going to be talking about 3d printers why not right uh who has a 3d printer I do. Eric does. Anybody else on the panel? Nobody else on the panel. Who in the uh, chat has a 3D printer? And if you do, have you printed anything? Well, Wait, I, I, I got one better. Who has yeah. built a 3D printer? What? I don't, I don't even think that's possible. I think machines do it. Very qualified people. Engineers that, you know, I mean, very... What, what 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 Brian's raising his hand? What what's up, Brian? Yeah, I built one as my senior design project at Auburn, and uh, it was actually sponsored by NASA. It was pretty cool. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Are you telling me that you built your own three D printer? Yeah, but uh, we called it a stereolithography machine implemented uh, with vacuum sandcasting. The idea was they wanted to be able to make parts in space in a low G environment. And uh, this was back in 2003. And uh, it was a really cool project. Got me my job. Okay, um, let me think back. When was the first time that I heard of 3D printers? I don't think it was way back in 2003. Is this before the main stream of 3D printers? Um, so my senior design project, they split us up into teams. And one team came up with the idea to buy a $30,000 3D printer and modify it to make vacuum sandcast molds. And ours was to build it from scratch. And our team went out because 
we did it for a third of the price. Back then, the 3D printers were around, but they were very new and they were the size of an office copying machine um, that take up part of a room for sure. So I wish I remembered a model of that bad boy, but uh, it, it was pretty cool. And did I hear that you also have a video of this machine that you put together by any chance? Well, if you're going to put me on the spot, I guess I'm going to have to show it. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, you're, uh, building, you're building 3D printers before anybody even knows about 3D printing. Is my is my internet okay or am I cutting out? It's, it's good on my end. Okay. All right. I'm going to turn the audio off on this bad boy. All right. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, I don't know. A lot of people are 3D printing parts now for paramotors, so. But my senior design project, basically, we built this from scratch. What you're looking at here is a roller that's rolling a layer of sand from one bin, the build bin or the supply bin to the build bin. And what we actually did, yep, yeah, that's me back in 2004. We modified a cheap Lexmark printer to uh, normally the roller is fed through the printer. We modified it where the roller actually moves the printer itself on this carriage that we built using some 80-20 framing and whatnot. So basically what we're doing is we're 3D, we're printing a two-dimensional image on a layer of sand using ink in this particular case. And uh, then we'll roll that, a layer of sand on top of it. Is that real time? Yeah. So this is what's called stereolithography, the method of building a three-dimensional image or object by printing two-dimensional images and stacking them. So the roller is going to roll probably about a one millimeter layer of sand, <clears throat> less than a millimeter on top. And then the printer comes back and does this over and over. So the idea was the next senior design team was going to start playing around with different plasters, glues, UV lights and stuff to actually make better molds. We're just creating the machine capable of doing the process. Um, I put a PLC on this thing, programmed it, did all the wiring. It was uh, it was some of the most fun I ever had in school. Working in a machine shop, building this thing is, man, I would love to do this for a living. That's pretty that crazy. Really cool. What's the purpose of the layer of sand in between? I would think you would want it to be right on top of each other if you want it to be, you know, fused together, solid piece. Yeah, ideally, we'd be putting enough of the, the ink on there to penetrate through that layer. So it's a super okay. thin layer. You can see that's going on there. Right. Interesting. So we were basically just to build the machine itself. And um, I don't know that any material engineers ever took this project up, but it was sponsored by NASA. And we had an unlimited budget, what they told us. It actually uses a vacuum cleaner on the bottom of these build bins to draw a, um, a vacuum in the bins. And <clears throat> so the idea was that it would operate in a low gravity environment. So this is an old cell phone video. There's the vacuum cleaner. There's a couple of motors there attached to linear drives that move the square pistons up and down in the supply and build side. Um, and it's all basically controlled by timing in a PLC with limit switches. And what this is Alabama, there? right? What's that? You went to Alabama, right? Well, we have an engineering school there called Auburn. Auburn. 
Yeah. My, my mistake. It's like the same thing, right? Uh, no. Did you watch the Iron Bowl four overtimes? Yeah. <laughs> we almost stopped you. them, but we didn't quite uh, do it. Oh, well. I'm just teasing you, Brian. <clears throat> Not kidding, man. That's, that's all good. But 3D printers have come a long ways. Back then, um, you know, you, you had to take out a car loan to buy one. And now, you know, you can buy one from Amazon probably and set it up on your laptop and, and do pretty cool things pretty quick. And I know Eric and Sean both have one. Um, I think Sean's got one running in the background right now, right? Uh, yeah, I actually did. I just got this uh, in today. It's the um, Snapmaker 3-in-1, so it does uh, 3D printing, uh, CNC, and laser engraving. So this is going to be really, really fun, all the cool things that we get to, to do over here. Uh, we also got a welder, and we're going to be trying to make some paramotors, which is going to be fun, too, in the future. Well, um, anything cool or new with anybody on the panel that they want to talk about? I guess we can look in the chat, say hi to everybody. <clears throat> so, Mad Sloper, Bill H., Nick Griffith, Will Fly, Brian Waller, Susan Ray, Aaron I, the PPG guy, Mad Sloper, John Wayne. What's up, John Wayne? Lots of people chatting in the Nick Griffith in the chat. Plainfield, Plainfield, Greg Laney, Greg Laney. Yes, normally he watches the show in replay, but you're here in live. Welcome, buddy. Glad that you made it here. Dan Hahn, Dan Hahn. Well, hopefully everybody in the chat's healthy. There's yeah, a, there seems to be a lot of that crud going around right now. A lot of it. Somebody said today that uh, one in three people in an Ohio hospital has COVID right now. They're there for COVID. So, yeah. Not much Unfortunately, um, we all got it when we were down in Florida. Hmm. And uh, Tuesday night doing the show, I just kind of got through it and then closed the computer at the end of the show and went to bed. And then Wednesday night was absolutely terrible. I mean, I just was not feeling good. And when, you know, helping out on Jade's show and when she got done with her show, I know she stayed and did a after show. And I just, I shut the computer and went to bed. I was just, and, and at that point it, I had like flu like symptoms. Um, bad you know fever i could feel something and uh so i guess i gave everybody in florida this and now i'm not allowed back <laughs> but so you were sick while you were in florida did i get that right oh yeah last week man yep. i didn't realize that sorry no no nothing to be sorry about it was just uh it is what it is i mean Nothing we can do about it. I and you know Jade and I are fairly safe, um, so it, it just it just happened, and uh, hopefully we're on the upside of this, um, you know. But try to make the best of it. Savannah and I weren't affected too bad. Jade was hating life the past few days, so. Um, Wait, but, we yeah. got the puppy dogs back. We got the puppy dogs back. Yeah, that was a happy thing. 
It was. So yeah. Jade, Jade got her puppy dogs back. Which yeah, is, I was happy to hear that. Too. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. So how much snow did you have to come home to, Eric? Well, we actually got a little bit of snow when we were gone, but then I guess it rained and it packed a lot of it down and we had a little thin layer of ice, but not really much, like four inches in the driveway all week long. And that included after everything got packed down from the rain. So it wasn't too bad. Yeah, um, same here. It was like just, 20, 28 degrees today. Yeah, it's <laughs> just been real cold. I mean, like last night it was minus nine. Yesterday, of course, you know, what is the best cure for COVID? Well, that is to go flying in 13 degree weather. Yeah. So that's oh, what I did yesterday. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so I did. And it was fun. Um, 13 degrees. What, what's the coldest you've been in? Flying? Nine degrees. Oh, so this was a heat wave for you. It was. It was all right. It wasn't too bad. Yeah. But how long did you stay up, though? exactly approximately five minutes i took off i did one loop just to get back into my uh pattern to land yeah eric we, we may like have to a, do a peer review on this study of yours man but to see if it checks out about the cure I, for covid is to fly uh, i think it's a definite it's a, it's it's plausible that it works i mean look at this it it, it freezes the the virus out maybe that's just what you got to do and it's the elevation there you go. Oh. right here Cold Monday night elevation. There you go. Cold and elevation kills the COVID. Oh goodness well, gracious! JP, what was that number you said that, uh, that? How many and how many have it? One in three is what she just told me. One in three people that are in the hospital are in the hospital for COVID symptoms. Okay, because there's six of us on the panel here, and two. I was. Of us have I it. was. That would be two. What now? One, two. I have to do the math there. Oh, yeah, there'd have to be two people in this panel for that to be right. Is that right? Well, that's why I prefaced it with in an Ohio hospital. It ain't just Ohio, though. Yeah, it's, but, yeah. babe, what was that stat you just told me? So did you, um, Will and. Eric, did y'all actually take a test and test for it, or you just feel sick and figure you got it? Yes and no for me, because a relative got it. This very gotcha. same time, we had the exact same symptoms, and so she went to get tested today, and she came back positive. So, I mean, yeah, I'm 100% it. sure. It's, it's yeah, that's it. similar to me. Is I went and I got the uh, Walmart self-test, and... Savannah and Jade took the test and instantly it turned the little line negative. So, or the, the negative line means you have it. Uh, so two so, out of the six of us have it right now. Yeah. So yeah. that's one third. Oh, one yeah, that third, is right? one third. Okay. So those numbers were, yeah, that, that, I yeah. thought you were giving me crap. Well, I, yeah. I, I mean, if you'll take it, I'll, <laughs> I'm sending uh, yeah. it. But. That's how I, I took it. Huh? Yeah. It worked out well for you. Oh, hey, uh, go ahead. Um, who was it? John Wayne, I think, says he has a metal 3D printer, aluminum 3D printer. I, I caught that earlier. Anyways, COVID. What? 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 Yeah. John said he had it too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It will soon, man. John Wayne has COVID. Is that what you said? Well, he said he has it. So I think that's what he means. 
Oh, oh he, no. he had a 3D printer, I thought is what he was saying, an aluminum printer. Uh, earlier on. Oh. Meaning he can actually print with uh, melted aluminum? Is I don't it, know. Is it, is it melted or is it CNC aluminum? Could be CNC aluminum. It's a melting point of aluminum. Mark McElroy would know this. It's somewhere around six or no, 700 degrees. He said my, my son has one that does aluminum is what he said. Wait, so. is, Mark, is Mark in the chat right now? Mr. Mark McElroy, is he in the chat? I don't see uh, He said hi earlier, but he oh, didn't okay. respond. I asked him how he's feeling because I know he was sick. Oh, okay. Uh, he's doing better. He's say, back to work. I'm going to tell him, get Good. your butt on the Zoom, man. Get in the Zoom with us. We miss you, Mark, if you're listening. Feel better. Definitely feel better. Yeah, so, so yeah, so John Wayne confirmed it, confirmed it. Sorry, go ahead, Sean. Oh, I'm sorry. I just said Slow Days jumped on. Sweet. Melted aluminum, he said. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. That's got to get hot. What is aluminum? Hey, Siri. 1,200 degrees. Are you sure? No, nah, man. I thought it was less than... No. Nah. I want to say it was like six or 700 degrees Fahrenheit. The melting point of aluminum is 1,220 degrees Fahrenheit. Wow, I lost some credit points there, man. Dang, <laughs> I should have known that one. Full disclosure, I asked her before I told you guys that. Yeah. <laughs> JP, do you sleep with that on, your story? Uh, sometimes. You do? Oh, my God. Yeah. That not. That would, what if you're like, what if you, okay, so you have that on there and you're sleeping, you talk in your sleep. How does that work? <laughs> well, she's going she's gonna to answer me in my sleep then. <laughs> Say, aren't you supposed to be sleeping? No, it's kind of cool though because it'll track your sleep. You know how many times you toss and turn, and what quality oh, of no. sleep you're getting. Uh -huh. If you're, is, it, is that an Apple Watch? It is. And oh. uh, have you put that altimeter plus on there? Oh, it's got a stock altimeter on it. It's uh, pretty nice. Right on the complications wow. on the front there. It's got a stock. Uh... Did you get that for Christmas? No, I've had every Apple Watch since the first Apple Watch because Apple's awesome. Fancy, fancy, fancy. I, I agree that Apple's nice and good. I got the uh, I got the Apple Watch three, but I broke the crystal. Can't use it anymore. And I use that um, because you can use your SkyFly High uh -huh. and um, altimeter with it. I think starting in series five or six is when they have the factory altimeter. Um, before that, it uses some algorithm to kind of calculate. Um, the newer ones have an actual, I don't know, barometer or something in them that or maybe so has something to do with the GPS. And, and like order off Amazon from it? Dude, it's amazing what you can do on this thing. I'm sure you could do that. I, I wouldn't trust it to do that because I don't know. I don't. You if you had something that, that if well, you, you said had, you sleep with it, you never know when you're gonna wake up. Some mysterious order from Amazon is gonna show yeah, up at your doors. Yeah. You know what they call they call that Amazonnesia when you uh, get it. Amnesia, Amazonnesia. <laughs> nice. Oh, hey, somebody, somebody's got to tell a stupid joke since the chain isn't here. Uh, Did you just make that up? No. <laughs> <laughs> 
I, I know a lot of people that have it. Um, me, one mostly, it's like uh, ring at the doorbell. It's like, what is that? Amazon. Oh, that's right. I did order that, didn't I? <laughs> Do you ever yeah. get a package and have no idea what's inside of it? Because you yes. Yeah. All the time. Especially because the, the package will be like ginormous and the thing inside it will be like this big. I know. It's, it's like, what is this? I don't remember ordering yeah. this. Oh, it's for my neighbor. Oh, well. Oh, I know. That's like me over Christmas. Friends kept sending me stuff and I, I'd get the, you know, yeah, you get the box with the back and you're like, what? What? Because you can't really tell what's, yeah, who's sending or whatever. And I'm like, I don't, did I order something? And then I get on the computer, you know, look at my Amazon orders and say, I don't think I ordered that, but okay. You know, and then you open it up and then you're like, oh, okay. So, yeah. <laughs> Mark McElroy confirms that it's a Series 5 and newer that has the built-in altimeter. But you can get altimeter apps, too, if it's the older ones. They just aren't as accurate. Yeah, I, I got a, I got one for the uh, Series 3. I would love to get the Series 7. That's the newest one, right? 7? Yeah, yeah. What's the newest iPhone app? Uh, Since you're 13. 13. Wow. Yeah, 14. We're coming out soon and series eight will be out soon it's like as soon as one comes out they come out literally every year so i know i'm it's still sporting the iphone six man it's starting to give me good trouble. for you good for <laughs> you yes yeah, it's, it's time it's time yeah uh i would wait till 14 it's it's gonna be uh, a big jump and if you can wait for the 14 it should last you as long as that six did so well, they're saying that um, uh, beyond the 14, they're not going to make the iPhones anymore. They're just going to add those uh, mm. Apple Apple glasses. That's that, we're not there yet. Apple glass or something. We're not there yet. That's wishful yeah. thinking. I, I I think that's wishful thinking too. But of course, you know they the someday. I'm I'm sure thinking. I'm sure this you know magical <clears throat> phone in your pocket was wishful thinking at one time. But uh, that's a good point, JP. You know, awesome, who'd have thought man. we would have been here? You know, we're carrying around beepers, you know, 20 years ago, pagers, and that was cutting edge. Yeah, yep, the good old days. Who'd have thought we'd be able to watch, you know, any so did, movie did you, at any time? In our did pocket. you go out and buy the uh, iPhone 2G, the original iPhone 2G on AT&T for 700 bucks? No, that it was wasn't that much. I yeah, I got the first one in 2007. Yeah. Well, so you I, bought uh, it the first month. You yeah, bought it the opening, first month. I was there on opening day, Brian. I still yeah. have my re still have my receipt and everything. Look at this, guys. Look at this. I got the three. Oh, you got all the old ones. Yep, I got all the old ones still. And uh, what's funny is I can plug them in, and they work, and the batteries are still great. Back from 2006, 2007. Nice. The uh, three was the one that you couldn't put your hand around and hold it because it interfered with the antennas i'm yeah, sorry hold it right yeah they, they, they came a long ways man yeah and then they blamed the, the customers they said well you're not holding it right instead of fixing it actually well, i hate to hear this man but uh I, I carried an iphone 6 and a samsung s7 side by side what? for four years and uh if I had to pick one of the phones, I would definitely go with the Samsung, man, over the iPhone 6. The removable micro SD card, man, is more compatible with everything. Um, wait, wait. I, I still don't have my mind made up six. which I'm going to go buy when I get a replacement. But what's that, Will? <laughs> over the iPhone 6. 
No, well, man, the but... Samsung S7 is pretty old too. They came out about the same time. They're, yeah. They were both the new phones on the market back then. Have yeah. you used AirDrop at all, Brian? Because that's like even better than having a removable memory card because mm-hmm. you don't have to take anything out. You just zap files in full resolution from this phone. I can transfer it to my computer, to my watch, to to my iPad. There's no cards to put anywhere. It's just like, yep. And there's no. It's not like you're text messaging and you get a quality drop. It's a hundred percent. You know, and, and honestly, uh, it's fast too. It's really fast. It's like that, that's the only reason why I have iPhone still because of that AirDrop. It's a very nice feature. Very nice feature. Where it's I, I really like it. handy is to, um, you know, when you're sending something to someone else, you know, sending a video to a friend. Yeah. And, well, know, no, it's nice. Flying, you can share files. Absolutely. Back it's forth. nice. I'll be at the field and there'll be people watching and they'll take a video of me taking off or landing or something. I'll come down and uh, that's my first question. Are you Apple or are you? Because if they're Apple, they can just shoot me the file just like that, you know, five seconds and it's they just airdrop it to me and i get you know if you were to text message it it would be like this big and all grainy and stuff but um yeah airdrop that's my advertisement apple you can contact me at jptula.com for uh royalties uh the new you, iPhone you fit in 14. good with the aviator crew down there. You're required to be an Apple person to, to uh, that's how it should be. It, it should be all or nothing. <laughs> and, and, and when they did the uh, debriefing in the end of class every day, I was the guy in class that had everything filled on the Samsung. Like, has everybody showed their Apple stuff? Because I got to do something else for the Samsung guy, you know. And, <laughs> and uh, so yeah, I, I was that guy in class. But yeah. my, my buddy, when I retired, gave me a Samsung S7 and paid the bill on it for several years. Um, just so I would take videos and put them on YouTube. So that's why I used the Samsung. And uh, that's cool. it was it was unlimited data with T-Mobile, and it was a pretty rocking system, man, for sure. But, that's awesome. Yep. The other the other aviator thing is you have to have a uh, a Ram. What what is it the the minivan Dodge? Oh, the Bromaster, not the Promaster, Bro yeah, but the, the Bromaster. Bromaster. Yeah. Gotcha. Unless, unless you're high end, then you go with the Sprinter, I guess. If you're a family uh, person, you go with the Sprinter because you got more space, right? Is that the Mercedes or is that still Dodge? Um, I think that's Mercedes. Yeah, that's Mercedes and what is that? Uh, Ken- Kenworth? Ah, wow. Yes. That is a big deal. <clears throat> I went the uh, Winnebago route, man. I pull, I pull mine around with a truck. So, yeah, a little bit more space. I got a bathroom. They don't have bathrooms. I like having a bathroom. <laughs> Absolutely. What kind of truck do you drive, Brian? Uh, GMC Sierra. What kind I need of a new one. Oh, man, it's like the 5.3 V8 in it. It's terrible. Okay, here, new new debate. I promised Danny I would do some research. If you're If you're hauling gas or diesel, gas or diesel. Diesel. Eric, Eric, yeah, I know Eric's got an opinion here. It's diesel. more efficient, right? Diesel, hands down. It's yeah, more yeah. efficient. Yeah. Diesel. Interesting. But it is more difficult and more, uh, it costs more to, for maintenance and repairs by far, right? Well, I got a question. What is she voting for? Because that's what I'm voting for because she makes pies, you don't. Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm going to tell her you said that. 
Um, no, I think she's on. She, she, uh, she wants whatever's better. She's not partial to her to either one. Um, I don't know. Diesel kind of has that uh, reputation of being, you know, loud and dirty, and you know, sounds like a tractor. Um, I've never owned a, a diesel, you know, automobile before, but uh, I I think that's just a uh, a stigma that's not really accurate i know well the old diesels were noisy and the old Uh diesels were leaky the old diesels Uh were stinky so so were old gas engines yeah that is correct but i mean the new diesel like mine you go down the road you don't even know it's a diesel can you Mm -hmm. roll coal if you want to no (laughs) um because i'm not playing with mine i'm not putting on deletes and i'm not adjusting my um Uh injector timing i'm keeping that as efficient and reliable as possible Absolutely. because I have to drive to fly-ins and uh-huh. I live on a different continent. So it takes me a while to get there and I don't want to break down. Absolutely. I guess it's a different story, but I don't want to break down. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah. So the whole efficiency thing, I don't know, man, I tell you what, eight miles to the gallon is about, yeah sorry it's the truth with, with a trailer or without um i haven't really driven that thing without the trailer but okay even even my old diesel this is my third and even my old diesel with the older fifth or older fifth wheel, a two fifth wheel was two years ago that was eight miles to the gallon and that was mm-hmm. a 2015 diesel and then the diesel i had before that um it was just the same thing eight miles eight miles to the gallon is a happy number if you can swallow that then you're good that's that's about what i get with mine too average and i, yeah. I get about 8.7 8.8 average across the country you know my truck um does fine for my camper seven thousand pounds if i'm not you know doing a lot of mountains and stuff um <laughs> the small hills do fine the up and downs it's the long uphill climbs that give me like the three or four mile uphill grades yeah. that I'll end up in, you know, second gear doing 25, 30 miles an hour, four low, trying to get up, keep things from trying to overheat, like wow. crossing the, the, the continental divide in Colorado, which I've done quite a few times at Vail, North of Colorado. It's over 11,000 feet, man. I've been at four low doing 30 miles an hour. Uh, windows rolled down, heater blasting, <laughs> The, the snow is piled up on the side of the interstate. So it's cold out too. And my engine's almost overheat. So wow. uh, it's, you know, if you're going to do a lot of pulling like that across mountains and stuff, hands down, man, you need that diesel. You, you're going to kill that gas engine eventually. Mm-hmm. Are you in the market for a diesel? I might be in the market of selling one with a trailer. Oh, oh. We'll I talk. might be in a market for the truck. We'll talk. <laughs> no doubt good stuff it's a good time of year to sell a uh, used vehicle i know that oh is it yeah it is we're we're just looking to i'll be honest especially trucks i think it trucks go ahead what are you looking for eric um if we do uh sell the truck and trailer we're going to go to uh a van that just like that we took over to Washington state for my parents, which is the conversion sprinter. 
um, something similar to that. And then we have an enclosed trailer because that was a diesel and it would pull the trailer. We could just pull the trailer around, uh, pulling the, the fifth wheel and the, with the truck, you're constantly, I mean, I'm the same height as a semi. You're constantly looking at bridges, wondering if you're leaving your air conditioner behind. <laughs> so that's a very nerve wracking thing. Um, so that's the route we're kind of going towards. But if if I don't sell it or get rid of it or unload it, then we'll just continue driving it. Doesn't matter to me. How tall is yours? Um, you say you're always keeping an eye on that. How tall is your unit, Eric? Oh, we're just uh, just a little over thirteen feet. Yeah, yeah. That's that's enough to make you worry all the time. I'm, I'm yeah. ten and a half feet, and I very rarely have had a height clearance issue. Um, but yeah, you're, the fifth wheels are a little higher. I knew that. Yeah. Well, so, where's uh, Sean and Will going to sleep at at all these fly-ins, man? Well, we're going to have to unload the paramotors and put in a inflatable mattress in the back of the paracamp, paratrailer. And bring some tents for them to set up, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, I know Will's got a tent. I got a tent. We'll always make room. Yeah, I, I, not like I don't have a tent, so it's all good. No, we'll figure it out. Yeah. yeah. I, I only think I'm going to go to Bad Apples. That's the only one I can really think that I am going to go to this year. Um, what uh, what fly-ins are you guys planning on going to? I'm planning on going to Bad Apples and Pace and uh, Moonshiners. They weren't going to do it, and I guess they're going to do it now, but it's going to be uh, it's somewhere else, isn't it? I'm not so sure. I don't I don't know. But uh, How about Pilot Mountain? Are they doing that? Huh? Are they doing Pilot Mountain again, Will? I wanted to hit that one this year. Pilot Mountain fly-in? Yeah. There was, there was a fly-in there. It was, man, I think it was sometime around Moonshiners. It was right after it. Uh are you sure you're not thinking about um, hillbillies? I could be. No, no, oh, hillbillies no, was up north. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um, yeah, I don't know about that. I, I do remember there was like a get together or something up there. Okay, am I oh, Mountain? No, oh yeah, that was just a small little get together. I know what you're talking about. Okay. <laughs> I was there. I should. <laughs> I drove by that on one of my last trips, man. I said that's Pilot Mountain. I definitely want to fly there. That looked awesome. Yeah, it's a great place to fly. Now, Pilot Mountain is neat because uh, you can camp right there and you launch right there. And it's just uh, an ideal situation. Um, so, I mean, those are the ones that I, I'm definitely going to hit. I'll probably hit one down in Florida somewhere. Kind of hoping that uh, Swanee is uh, still going on. Well, you can drive all the way down to uh, southern Florida in a couple of weeks. Okeechobee, no, that's where that's Okeechobee. the county I was born in. Yeah. Don't want to go back, huh? It's just too far. I mean, it's just freaking too far. The, the that's what made Swanee the first Swanee so neat is that it was North Florida and it was still cold. You know, I mean, in North Carolina, it was still kind of cold to fly, but uh, I, I don't think they're going to do that again this year because Swanee's in. Is it normally in? Do you know when Swanee normally? You know what I'm uh, talking about. They had the first Swanee that was yeah. taking that was in place of another fly-in. Yeah, Swanee is normally in the fall around no, in the November time frame. Okay. Um, 
they had the one in the spring because Palm Bay got canceled because of COVID. So yeah. they did the Swanee Palm Bay fly-in. And uh, that that was, uh, I don't know, I want to say that was somewhere around March. I have to go back and look at some video and see. Yeah, we plan on making bad apples. Um, and as far as moonshiners, I saw that Cody said that he's not going to be doing moonshiners himself, but Dave, which is the airport manager, would like it to continue. So he will be putting it on and he's asking anybody that would like to volunteer their help would be appreciative. Uh, he would be appreciative of that. So if anybody does want to volunteer themselves to help out there in um, Tennessee, that would definitely help him out. But uh, Cody said it just got too big for him being comfortable doing it, I guess. So, which I could totally understand. It gets to a point where it's no fun anymore, you know, if it's just a job. But uh, we're, we're planning on getting bad apples uh, doing that one. And then we're going to try to pick some other ones. Um, one of our trips that we're going to be making, we're going down to Utah and we're going to fly over in Moab. So if anybody wants to, and we're doing that right when school gets out. So if anybody wants to go over there and meet up with us, need a place to stay, they can stay in the uh, fifth wheel. Um, what, what time frame are you talking about, Eric? Uh, when school talk? gets out, so I think that's um, like June and uh, beginning of June-ish. So um, we would like to do that. Wendy Weaver invited us to go over to um, uh, where she does her balloon fest. Ooh. Jersey near Jersey Shore, Pennsylvania. Yep, and we would like to maybe possibly go up there and see that. Um, so. A, a lot of things that we would like to do and we have to do this all between jades when she gets done with school and then when she starts school we got to get as many fly-ins as possible and i know bad apples she's going to have to take time off for that which they don't like giving time off they figure you have all summer long but too bad um too bad <laughs> Too bad. It's bad apples. Yeah. Yeah. They don't understand. They don't get it. So. Um, Moonshiners was where we are all going to have our first reunion. Remember? That's where I got to meet Sean for the first time. We were all right. going to meet at a fly-in for the first time. Been doing a show for a while. And then we all had mm -hmm. a good time at bad apples. Oh, Moonshiners, right? Yeah. Yeah. That no, Dave Purdens. How about that one? That was I like Purdens. If it's not going to rain, I'm going to go to Dave Purdens. Absolutely. It seems like yeah, a lot go of people go to Purdens. And the weather generally seems to be good, and you don't have to worry about – I know a lot of people had a trouble with the bowl of uh, moonshiners being down in the slope underneath the, the shadow of the mountains and everything. Yeah. Uh, that was, yeah. Hey, maybe maybe uh, every year we can uh, try a new um, a new uh, place to go uh, instead of just moonshiners every year. What do you think, Brian? Or do we need to continue the uh, the tradition, or go hit different ones? I, I uh, think we need to go to as many flies as possible. Just right. hands it's, down. For us, it's <laughs> definitely bad apples. We we had so much yeah. fun there. We enjoyed that. 
And then I agree with you. We're just going to hit as many as we can find, find some good ones and, and uh, do what we can. I, I like meeting all the, all the people, you know, that's, that's half the flying. That's 90% of the flying. I can fly at home in yeah. 13 degree weather. I don't need to be there to fly. So I have fun just meeting everybody. Me too. I, I love that the best. I'm looking through the, uh, looking through the chat. A lot of people out there, hot butter production, Nick Griffith still yapping away. We'll fly bill H. Um, I think I even seen a uh, paramotor girl. Yeah. Yeah. She's yeah. sitting back here. Hot butter production. He, he mentions, uh, endless foot drag EFD. Yeah. I think I can do some sort of tour that goes, uh, Definitely Jersey Shore, the Bloom Fest in September. You got Dave Purden's um, Zona Ohio border there. And then you've got Endless Foot Drag, which is in Kansas. Um, and I think they're all pretty close to each other. So that, that might be my summer trip next year or this year. Yeah, and Ben said that we're all welcome in North Carolina. <laughs> I was told hey, that hey, about Florida too, man. That. We got to take a vote on that, man. What's that? Hey. Whether or not they're all welcome in North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, maybe one of our trips out there, we could stop by Ben's place, fly out there with him. That 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 would be nice. His videos, you know, show a beautiful area to fly. It is. So absolutely. Walter's in the chat now. What's up, Walter from Down Under, Upside Down in the Future. Well, Walter said he was looking for Shane's show, and that's tomorrow because it's Tuesday in Australia. Come on, Walter. <laughs> <laughs> that is so I wonder funny. he was like lost. Like, where am I? What? Where's the show? Hey, I guess um you guys say on Facebook, Doug Doug Martin did his first uh tandem today. Oh awesome. I know. I was like Wow, I didn't even know he was going to do that. So I forgot, I forgot where he's flying right now because he's been kind of like on a little road trip. I don't know if he's. Maybe, Linda, I think he'd be a good candidate to get back to Maybe Florida. I'll look it up. I can't keep track because he keeps moving. Every time I watch it, he's somewhere else. I'm like, where are you? So, yeah. Yeah, pretty cool. Hey, uh, Sean, have you, uh, what have you looked into printing on that printer of yours? Um, literally, I just got it, uh, just set it all up and started a vase to print about two hours before the, sh uh, the show started. So okay. um, I had like a few minutes to look at it. Uh, found a, um, a G code with for a vase of some sort and tried it out oh good deal there you go so as far as uh 3d printing stuff what are some of the things that we can 3d print for the paramotor community well i can show you what i have printed here Hold on. i would love to see all the cool stuff you got going on all right so these are some of the things um this right here is a mirror holder and it zip ties to the back of the mirror um, and you just put your zip ties through the holes and then this is where your cable goes. So flat surface for the mirror. 
because as cheap as I am, I do not like buying these so I can 3D print them. And everybody knows what that is. That's, that's a curved one. So, cause those get expensive. Here's my whistle and it says JP on it. <laughs> and it works. <laughs> is that a rape whistle or uh it's a jp whistle <laughs> i'm not going anyways uh here is a gopro wrench this one's wills i just haven't gotten him out to him who you call oh, a wrench that's, nice. that's cool that, and, and useful uh nice. these are i use my i have one i i i i use it hey these are cool so there's the back end of it. And here is the front end of it. Oh, your car? And it's a, the carburetor screwdriver because nobody has a screwdriver that's that small. Mm -hmm. Oh, very so cool. That's to adjust your idle screws. And because it's so wide, it gives you a fine adjustment. So you can just get it just a teeny tiny, a minute. Yes, if you will. a minute. Uh, this of... is a GoPro yep. mount for your shoe. Nice. Perfect. Oh wow! Hey, about that. How how uh, sturdy are those, or how would that compare, say, to the quality? I mean, would you really trust your camera in that? Yeah. So actually, I have. Uh, oh, I take that back. I don't. I haven't tried it out yet. Yeah. Can I borrow your camera? <laughs> I try. I tried one and I did rip them. Rip one, but uh, you can just make a little tether to your camera. Yeah. I wouldn't do it without a tether anyways, no matter how strong it was. Just tether it to your shoelace. Yeah, I don't I don't know how I don't know. I haven't tried it. This right here. So everybody has the trail tech. Um, what are those called? Tachometer. Uh, yeah, hour the meter. Tech and the hour meter. Well, this is the plate that'll hold that. Nice. And that can be put anywhere, you know, and then that's the back. Nice. So, um, nice. Let's see what else. Oh, for trike guys, I have the line mounts. And what I did is I integrated yep. these circles in them. So you can put in, and there's holes if you look. Reflectors. These are where the uh, nice. lights go. And they mount oh. right in there. The wires run through the hole and then down. Uh, so small size and. Hey. Big size. Eric, so, okay. Since we're talking about the Apple ecosystem and since we're talking about 3D printing, yes, I need somewhere to hide an AirTag. Are you on the AirTag wagon yet? Uh, well, since you had that one and I lost my keys because I didn't remember where I put them, I am on that. So yes. all you gotta all you gotta do is tell me what you need and we'll design it and print it. But I also did more hangers if you were gonna do lights on both sides, so it would end up looking like that for your line ah, guide. More visibility. You can see them forward and back instead of just out the sides. Uh, what else do I got? Oh, these are my strobe. They're the strobe. These are my strobe holders for spars. So this well here. Let me get the right color. This one's the well, you can't even see that. I'm a hot mess here. Okay, so because it's black, you can't, it's hard to see. Here's the top part. You put your strobe there. The wires run through that little oval right, let's see, there. And then this is the bottom piece and it pinches 
in the strobe or in the spar. Mm -hmm. So this can go on any spar, but all I need to do is know the measurements of your spar. And then I do it a half a millimeter smaller. Um, nice. Are you modeling these yourself? I am. So stuff like this, I am taking a something that I found and I'm adjusting it to what I need. Same nice. with this. Um, and then I've done little tags like this and you can insert whatever you want. It's a key tag. You can, you know, remove before flight or whatever, but, um, I don't, just a lot of these things are just, uh, things that I will find online and either adjust for what I use them for. Um, here's the go or the wrench without the yep, screwdriver cool. in it. I mean, the, the screwdriver just slides inside. So, but um, yeah, and DP says I have too much idle time <laughs> and loving it. So, I mean, those are the things that I've been printing. I've, I've done a few other things. Um, you know, I'm because of the snow now we're ordering skis and then I have to, instead of using aluminum, I'm going to 3D print my um uh mounts and then mount those to the skis and then my axles will go through those mounts and hopefully they work because if they don't landing's gonna suck but i'm willing to give it a shot um yeah so i just got a bunch of junk that i'm printing and then just see how it works that's pretty cool i, I got a, i got a little thing i'll show with y'all here let's see turn my virtual background off <clears throat> so a friend of mine gave me this and what it is, is it's a spark plug holder and it's been 3d printed. It's got little emblems on the end, aviator and risky biscuits logo on there, but you take it out and uh, you can carry this with you and you hold your spare spark plug and take with you. Now I recommended a modified um, modification to the design. This is cool because you can carry a spark plug without worrying about damaging it. But if you can modify the inside where it has a hex hole, that you can actually use it as a wrench to take your nice. old plug out with too, then you really got something useful. But so anyway, amazing. that was a cool little gift a friend gave me. And uh, of course, it's got the Aviator and Risky Biscuits logo on there too. So pretty cool, huh? Yeah, that's cool. You Very know, cool. Uh, another thing that uh, um, Todd Fostad, he gave me one is... Uh, and it was 3D printed. It, it was a way of marking where your carburetor setting was before you adjusted it. And uh, I remember How's how it worked. Huh? How does that work? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It, 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 either, it was either that or it was a way that you could actually adjust two minutes um, based on where it was. I can't, I can't remember. And so I'm going to just tell you, but I know it was 3D printed. And it made the actual adjusting of the carburetor easy. It wasn't just a matter of turning it. It was, if you wanted like just a nudge, you could do just a nudge from where it was and you could go back to it somehow. So that's nice. I'm always worried about, you know, like my, my settings are good. You know, they could probably be better. Yeah. I'm afraid of taking them in the wrong direction. And like you said, losing um, yeah. that. The other thing I wanted to show you, this Eric, these mirrors here, um, 
I got because I I was trying to find to come up with a system where I can continually you know have a, a mirror on me at all times where I could just quickly check either the GoPro which is what I'm usually checking to make sure it's recording or my fuel. But I got if you can see that yeah you can it's like fifty of these mirrors for like twelve bucks. Oh there you go. And uh, that's what gave me the idea when you um, you were showing that three D printed. Mirror. So we'll get get me the dimension across, and then I can adjust the adjust, and then I can I can send you fifty mirror mounts, and you can have them all up and down the cable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. No, and then what you do is you get one of those lighter leashes from the gas station for like a dollar, and you've got a retractable mirror that you yeah. can clip clip to your your harness right there. And that's Boom. what I use to see three D printing. It's funny you said that, JP, because I also got one of those little, it was more like a makeup mirror, but it's all I could find that would actually latch just so that I could latch a lanyard to or whatever. It mm-hmm. broke. So um, 3D printing is just like, it's perfect for paramotoring. I mean, I don't know how many of you guys have spent hours at a Lowe's trying to come up and conjure a, a particular, I mean, everything is just so unique to paramotoring sometimes. And and then you throw your personal preferences into it. And it's just, it's hard to come up with that perfect thing. So 3D printing, I mean, I can see how that, uh, it, it just, just perfect for, for what we do. I'll send that to you, Eric. Well, just give me that got, measurement. Oh, but, okay. but you got, yeah. you got 50 mirrors though, Will. I, I'm thinking you could turn yourself into a disco ball. Like a flying, <laughs> speaking of 50 mirrors, but I mean, I'm thinking, hey, yeah, freaking 12 bucks for 50 of them. That's speaking okay. of that. I have this theory. Speaking of the recent collision of mounting disco balls, little, little baby disco balls, maybe on your propeller hub and maybe on, I don't know, somewhere where it's not in the way. That way, when because it's flying midday, strobes aren't going to do much, but if you have a reflective surface you know, where the sun can, and it hits that, and you've got little, you know, bloop, 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 and, you know, uh, just prisms. Area got. prisms all around. Yes, yes, to reflect. To you just, just see a big, ra- a big rainbow will be flying, you know, flying behind you. Yeah, so I'm going <laughs> to mount a uh, prop hub disco ball. I'm going to patent that idea. I would encourage well, That's what I was that. thinking. If anybody's going to be flying with Will and the sun is out, we're all going to be blind. <laughs> um so, hey, I mean, you don't realize how important a mirror is until you don't have one. Yeah, yeah. Well, I got, have... I, I got uh, a mirror, you know, like um, that extends like this that I got from a, um, it was like a gift for, you know, looking at things underneath the engine or something like that. You know, you can find it over at uh, Harbor Freight. Don't say Harbor Freight. Harbor Freight. Okay. I like Harbor Freight. I don't know about AutoZone, but but it seemed to work. I mean, you know, I open it up, check the gas, close it back up, put it back in my you know grandpa pouch. Mm-hmm. I use a nice uh, on my on my pouch. I mean, it's always there. So all I got to do is grab it and then let it go, and boom, you know. It's I've got a uh, a double sided angled blind spot mirror just right on my throttle. That way, it's always in my hand. And I can just loop it out, look look behind me, check my tank, check my GoPro, check whatever. So how's it's, that uh, attached? It's double-sided. It's double-sided tape just straight to the throttle. Oh, okay. There's uh, space it's, it's, under it's, the lever. 
And by, then, by, by blind side mirror, you mean it's a convex mirror. Yes, right. yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. You, you can go buy them at Napa Auto Parts for actually, like a buck. You can. Uh, and, uh, actually, or two they're buck. about $20. I can get them for you. With, uh, <clears throat> you, you sure, man? Because I'm pretty sure I went to the store the other day. They were a little cheaper than that. You know, I mean, you know just saying. <laughs> You're not worried that that's going to come off? Nah, dude, I've had it there for years. It's it's made for being affixed to your outside mirror on your vehicle and to, you know, hold up through weather and yep. snow and all that stuff. It's not going anywhere as long as you don't apply it to a dirty surface. My, my mirror actually has a plastic backing um, that has a couple slots in it. That I not only do I have the double the double-sided tape, but I'm able to reinforce that with a zip tie um, to help hold oh, it nice. on. Yeah. But nice. yeah, it's, it's just right there, just like JP's. It's right there on my throttle. Um, and all I got to do is stick my hand around to the side, look at my tank. And, you know, with my particular, with the Parajet 10 liter tank, it's pretty easy to read the increment marks. Mm-hmm. Some of the other paramotor tanks that are shorter and fatter, it's a little harder, uh, less effective, but no, it works great. Has, uh, anybody ever put those uh, mirrors on their frame itself? So you have to just look and look at the mirror or is there too much vibration on the frame i think that would be an issue i've seen those they i think they sell them on ebay actually they they've got a mount to to mount to like a round sort of uh hoop section but i get nervous about snag hazards and like you said vibrations it's stuff tends to jiggle loose especially being that far out i don't know it could work though yeah, I mean, specifically for fuel, but I mean, I, I like to be able to see if my GoPro's recording. Right, right, right. Well, I check my GoPro. I can barely see the little red LED flashing on my GoPro using that same mirror that I check my fuel with, but mm-hmm. it's, it's not it's not real good. I mean, I know a yeah. lot of people that used to get their cell phone out, they'll just take a selfie of their camera with their cell phone and then look at right. the picture on their phone. Is, is your mirror a convex mirror, Brian? Yes, it yeah. is. I think that hurts the visibility. It makes it you able to, to see a, a wider angle, but it makes everything smaller. So, yeah. But that's what well, maybe need, I need to. Right? Yeah. What's that? Isn't that what he so uses? Yeah. 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 I'm just making an observation. I wish they made them in that size and type because mine's it's kind of at an angle too that is just right. But I think it would be a little bit better if it wasn't a convex. It would be easier to see everything. Yeah. Unfortunately, I just turned 44 and my eyes are starting to go bad. So it don't matter what kind of mirror I use. I have to still squint. It's like, what does that say? Me too, Brian. I'm getting there and it's depressing. And people, oh. other people are starting to notice. Listen to you seems. guys. Oh my God. Just stop. Stop. <laughs> 44 are you young i'm 44 i'm getting so old oh my god i mean it just seems like at 50 years old it just went everything was great up to 49 50 it was like oh i can't see you know hey why why is there hair growing out of my ears and nose now i mean you know why why did all of a sudden i have gray hairs like i mean just like boom 49 to 50 boom oh just wait yeah i don't want to wait i don't want and you can't see yeah, it's great. John, John Wayne, I know John's laughing. John, John says, "Just wait twenty more years, youngsters." And uh, 
right. I can Love see him laughing right now. He knows. He knows. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Walter God. wants to know if you can make uh, Lamels, Eric. Or he called him like torque what? dampers or something. What is he looking for? Like lamels, the, I think, to to offset. Oh, like lamels. Uh, I I guess I've I haven't really. Want, oh, I see where he said that. I would have to look at one and see. Basically, if if you can draw it on paper, you can draw yep. it in CAD program. And and what what program did you say that you use? Uh, so a super easy one. Let me look here. Okay. I literally took a whole semester of college to learn how to do this 3D CAD software stuff. I was good at it. But now they got programs, man, they're so much more user-friendly. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, so I, I, I use a program called Tinkercad. Tinkercab. CAD. Tinkercad. Here, let me bring this up. And I'll show you. Okay. Because um, I got the uh, Snap Maker, and it comes with its own little program. Yeah. So a lot of them do. Sna um, Snap Maker Lubin. Let me see if I'm going to try to do this. I really suck at it. So, but I'll 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 give it a shot. Okay. Uh, let's see. Can everybody see that? Yes. Yep. Okay. So this is basically all it is. And then you just bring in a square and then you adjust the square and then you can bring in a cylinder and you put the cylinder right there and then you make the cylinder a hole. We're going to go to a top view. Uh, we're going to put that right there. Now, let me just look at something here. Yep. And then we're going to combine this all together. And now we have a cylinder or a box with a hole in it. I mean, it, it's just, that was really fast. And there is some learning that you got to do, but now I can take that and I can export it. And so if I export that, I go to there and um, I'm just going real quick here. And then I will take it from here and I'll put it on there and then we'll just exit out of this. And then what I do, hold on. Are you guys still with me here? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So this was my hole. So I'll click on that. And this goes into my Prusa slicer. Now you need a slicer software. There's my uh, hole and, or my, square with a hole in it i don't see anything anymore oh wait oh, okay. hold on hold on let me dang it that's why i suck at this okay let me get out of that i am going to am i even sharing my screen anymore um no you're not okay so let me go back to this and it's not there all right, hold on. Uh, well, anyways, I'll talk while I'm doing this. So you need a slicer program, and the slicer program will take the object that you printed and put that into what's called a G-code. 
and the G code will do um, <clears throat> that will actually uh, I can't seem to wonder why that's not coming up. The G code is what the printer reads. Um, and when you do that slice on it, I'm kind of wishing I could do this here and you guys could see it. Let me try this. Okay, can you see that? I can see your desktop. Okay, can you see that? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so this is my slicer program. So there's my square with the hole in it. And then when I go to push down here, I'll push slice and give it a second. There is the, so it would take two hours and 47 minutes for this to print out. And I can go up to here and just, I can slowly cut down. Now you can see every pass of that printer, you know? So that's, that's how it, it, it prints it is, and you do everything right here. So, I mean, I know that that was very quick, but so this is my slicer program from Prusa, which is the machine that I have. Um, and I know that everybody's is, is uh, they have their own, but they're all the same. So, but yeah, that's um, in a very quick thing. That's how it, that's how it all works. That was interesting. So, very interesting. Um, and how long have you been playing around with 3D printing? About a month. <laughs> wow, you've done a I lot mean, in a month. I got it a month, month and a half ago, maybe, and just been scrolling around with it, you know. And it, as I said, it, there is a learning curve, but it's not a scary or a hard learning curve. And it's nowhere near as difficult as it was 10 years ago working with a CAD program. You know, I know back 10 years ago, CAD programs, nobody wanted to touch them. And unless you had uh, four years of training with it, but now they're, as I said, you know, I can do it and it's fairly easy. So, and it's a lot of fun because you're building something. It's like, you can make a Lego. If you wanted to build Legos, you could build these right on here. Of course, it'll take forever, but you could, and then it would, you could put them all together. So just the fact that anything you think of, like you said, if you can draw it on paper, then you can pretty much print it out within a physical size constraint. Otherwise you have to print it in pieces and put it together. Yes. But you know, before that, you know, if you wanted to make something, you had to go find a piece of metal and get a metal machine or a lathe and chop it down to size and do some welding or whatever, you know, it took, but now you can just print it. I mean, you can print a ball within a ball, within a ball, within a ball, and it could be functional. And, uh, you know, you just can't hardly machine something like that by hand. It's, it's crazy. Yes. Yeah, so I saw, I was looking on one wheels. Uh, okay. So here's another one, write this down. It's called thing averse. Um, yeah, they use it in, in some of the schools also, but it's T-H-I-N-G-I-V-E-R-S, I do believe. Okay. Anyways, um, there's a bunch of G codes already pre-done on there. And that is where I get my um, G code, my program for my chase cams. So 
Um, and a lot of those things you can take and you can alter them to fit uh, different cameras or you can alter them to put in um, like those GoPro wrenches. I put the names in there. I did that super easy to do. It's just that you, um, yeah, you just work with things and it's fun. Wow. I just went there. Thank you very much for that. Um, definitely going to save this and, and star this and add the bookmark. That's cool. That is really cool. Uh, what other, what other, um, places do you know of that it's a good place to go to find these G codes? Um, so there was nick said something in here and teachers can do this um something 360 i'm just kind of going back in the chat nick if you're still on here what was it that you told jade she should sign up for i told what was it jade fusion 360, fusion 360. now i don't know the I, I, I don't know exactly if you need to have um, a teacher's code to get into that or not, but um, uh, yeah, so I mean, but that Thingiverse, you'll find everything on Thingiverse. That's going to be your biggest one. And then from there, you can take anything you see and alter it if you have to. Nick Griffith says he has a glow-in-the-dark filament. That's pretty cool. Um, sky's the limit. I mean, I guess yeah. it's just your imagination. SR Tech said downloading a prepared G-code is bad. It can be malicious. So yeah. you'd have to go to things like Thingverse or, you know, a website that's actually um, monitored or checked or what? I mean, how, how do you know which ones to, to buy and which ones could be malicious? Does anybody know that? Is my yeah. internet okay? What you yeah, yeah, you're all right. Um, I have no idea, man. I mean, if you have antivirus protection software on your computer, you could probably scan it beforehand but you know anytime you download stuff like that you don't trust the source right yeah he just said there's been bad g codes going around um yeah i have not experienced that yet i'm sure if that is true which i'm not saying it's not um yeah i'm uh that's a possibility that i could be getting some viruses but Wow. So do you buy all of them or are there any that are nope. free that you can, you know, these are all free. With? These are all free. Wow. I just found the flux capacitor. I want to put that on my paramotor. Yeah. <laughs> ah, you're never going to hit 88, man. Never hit 88. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it needs to be 8.8 .8 miles per hour. <laughs> wow. There's a lot of stuff here. That's really cool. You can even print out your own Crocs. Wow. Yeah, you can, oh. you can print out tools. You can print out anything. Oh, I see a um, an airplane. Oh, I also uh, saw someone that uh, 3D printed a uh, an RC paramotor. 
Yep. Somebody going to yeah, 3D so, print a real full-size person paramotor? I don't know, but somebody printed out a full-size bicycle. I think oh, I heard here, they me, 3D uh, printed houses, so it's got to be possible. In, in mod modules and put it together. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're doing that with giant 3D printers, and they print with concrete. So here is an airplane that I printed. I have to put it together. It's a biplane. And that's neat. That part What's goes that there. Going? You got to glue it together. It's been sitting on the counter for two weeks. I don't have any super. So, can you can you show it again? Oh yeah. I put you on spotlight so we can see now. Oh, here's the bottom wing. I gotta glue the top wing, and then there's a bunch of little bars that go down and It'll probably fly like, like a rock, but is is it is it to fly or is it just a little model to, to put on your shelf? That thing better fly or it's gonna fly into the garbage. <laughs> I mean, come yeah, on. I know what you need to print. Hey, can you print us out some blue wrenches? Exactly. Some blue Go GoPro wrenches on one side, 10 millimeter on the other. <laughs> hey, I like it. We yeah, really need we really need 10 millimeter on one side and 13 on the other. There you go. JNES says Fusion 360 when asked is in the form type or check for hobby for a free license. Okay. Okay. Is that for the number 4 or FOUR? No, it, no. No, check when when you're asked either check the box that it's for hobby. Oh, okay or or whatever and then it'll give you a free license oh okay yeah, i've never checked that out and I, I i'm really intrigued now i want to look at that so so if my internet gets really bad i'm downloading something <laughs> fusion 360 dp in the chat dropping five bucks appreciate you dp dp thank you very very much matter of fact um all the uh, people that our our members since i got this 3d printer i'll be printing up some fun 3d printing stuff for you guys anybody that's donated in the super chat um i got your no your name and number i'll send you out some fun things too um by the way everybody that uh won something from the show did you get it if you did not get it uh please email me at ppggrandpa at gmail.com let me know that you won something but never received it um we'll make sure that uh I, uh I never got that factory r that i won yeah sure that i won remember that guys yeah, oh I, do. I, I i remember that he's 3d printing it right now yeah yeah <laughs> it, it'll be a moment <laughs> hopefully we can um, get uh that aluminum 3d printer to print that one for you at least yeah uh that sr tech uh he did say that the virus could damage the 3D printer. It could fry your bed or the hot ends. So that would be bad. Um, well, that's not good. Yeah, that's not good. So um, somebody's always got to ruin it for somebody. Oh, yeah. To explain, the hot end is the nozzle where the um, plastic extrudes through. And the bed is what you're actually printing on. And some of these 3D printers have a heated bed. The plate that it, that it prints on 
um, that makes it stick better. But so that's what that means. And that would really suck if that went bad, but um, yeah. Hot right, butter, Steve. My bad, man. What? <laughs> what did I miss? No, nah, he's he's uh, joking in the chat. Said I never won that date with Brian Waller. <laughs> he is a dude, right? Because uh, I'm into chicks. <laughs> I think uh, the videos that I've seen, he can be whatever you want. And also, um, uh, I think you were printing up that date on that on that sand printer you were making there. <laughs> Sandbagging way back when. Oh my god! Did, did that that 3D printer back there? Did it actually? Could you pick that up out of the sand, or was it just, you know, would it crumble? I mean, what 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 physical uh, item could you've taken out of that? No, man, it was it was just black ink on sand, so it, it was no bond <laughs> going on. But uh, yeah, that's funny. Uh huh. What are you, what are you laughing about? Come on, gotta share. Come on. <laughs> He's a dirty old man. <laughs> That's what he is. I was wondering. It has to have something to do with uh, hot butter. Yeah. <laughs> have to. Have to. It's, you know, a given. Hey, has anyone, uh, <laughs> anyone picked up their uh, lottery ticket? Why is that? What is it up to? Did you get me one? 500 and something million dollars. Chump change. Boy, if, um, I tell you what, if I, if, if I win, Hot Butter Steve, I will buy you that date with Brian. <laughs> <laughs> that lottery's not going to be enough money, man. I don't think. I'm afraid. <laughs> <laughs> you what? Uh, that's an, that's oh an expensive thing. Wow. You got to do the group shot. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's do that. I got to head out. So, um, for sure, though, man. He sounds like somebody that I would like to meet at a fly-in. I think that we would have a good time hanging around a fire and drinking a beer. A lot of these people I'm looking forward to meet. Walter in person, Bill H., and uh, just a slow days. A lot of people, man. Yep. That's my pair of All right, everybody look up. Ready? Uno, dos, tres. Uh-oh. <laughs> Perfect. Everybody did a good job standing still on that one. Sometimes they come out kind of blurry. It's like uh, an old cell phone picture. If you're not absolutely still, it comes out like all like psychedelic. Yeah. Psychedelic. I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was a very fun just talking about paramotors and whatever popped up and we chatted for an hour and a half so far. Uh, uh, any questions in the chat? Any questions in the on the panel? I, I got some questions for for Eric, but uh, I'll give you a call later on and talk about um, 3D printing. Absolutely, anytime. Sounds awesome. <laughs> I'm not going to be doing anything for the next few days besides sitting here bored. So I might be calling you and asking questions about this 3D printing since you got a month on me. Yeah, yeah, but it's a pretty quick. Uh, it's a pretty quick learning curve, so it's fun. That's cool. I can't wait to, to print some cool stuff. Last guy to talk to, then. Yeah. 
there's your hookup right there. MrPGBeard.com. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Let's uh, let's figure out what we got going on this week. We got uh, today. BBG Grandpa's Paramotor Podcast, ClearPropTV.com, and Paratalk.org every Monday night at 7 o'clock. Uh, on Tuesday nights, tomorrow we got uh, Shane at PPGShane.com. Otherwise, for the next three weeks, we have PPG Lear, L-E-A-R. And since Eric is here, go ahead and tell us a little bit about your show and what you guys do. Yep, PPGLear.com with Tuesday night hangouts on the second, third, and fourth Tuesday of the month. And we're kind of gearing our show towards um, something that anybody can learn something off of our show. This week, we're rebuilding the top end of a Moster 185. Um, we got started on it down in Florida, and we had a, a problem getting parts. Um, <laughs> wasn't really the parts that were the problem it was we had them shipped to a different state we don't want to discuss that but we got the parts and we're going to be putting it together tomorrow and explain the steps uh what parts you need at what hours and why we do what we're doing you know during these steps so it'll be good i know there's no videos out there on anybody with over 150 hours on their paramotor that we have found so this might help somebody out and that'll awesome. be on ppgshane.com tomorrow at 8 p.m. Eastern. Eastern, yes. 7 p.m. Central. Yes. All right, good deal. And since you're here, tell us about what's going on on Wednesday night. Wednesday night, we have <laughs> paramotorgirl.com, and she has a girl that is from Utah this week. Um, it'll Oxy. be a good show. Um, she acts let's see she's fighting a little bit of the covid so um but she'll still be on and uh i know that somebody won a shirt last week um she's not going to make it until she's all cured with covid because we don't want to send this whoever won it to a different state and not be allowed to go back to that state either so it'll be uh give us a couple weeks and then we'll get that uh, off to you um, and Bill H, he actually won my last, uh, 3d printed chase cam. Yeah. You may want to put a fire extinguisher to that and rubbing alcohol or whatever you got to do to throw it in the garage for a month. So anything dies, I didn't lick it. It's in a bag. <laughs> I'm just saying, sorry. I don't want to be kicked out of Texas either. Jeez. I'll have to stay in Wisconsin. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you very much. Appreciate you, buddy. Um, Will, you're going to have to head on out pretty soon. So, I mean, we're all heading out, but uh, you, you, I think, felt the worst. So go ahead and sign off. Tell us about your shenanigans and how to get up with you, bud. All right on. Had a, had a good time tonight. Thanks for hanging with me. Um, yeah. So uh, I like flying paramotors and making videos about them. So check my channel out at youtube.com forward slash will fly or willflyppg.com awesome um i do have a question uh anybody in the chat do you guys watch will's videos like on a constant and i i know i kind of do too and seems like everybody else does but uh, just let us know um who is uh who subscribed and hit that bell notification there you go 
All right. We also got Brian Waller. Brian Haybell Waller. <laughs> hey, that's what you need to 3D print me is a Haybell. Just a little mini one. I could put it on my keychain or something like that. Mm. You know? It could be my gremlin that hangs from my, mm. my trike. Yeah. That would be yeah. cool. Yeah. Made of solid gold would be preferable. But, yeah. uh, you know, plastics. Acceptable. Solid gold. gold, yeah, that'll work. Yeah, we can we can do that for you. for you. Absolutely, we can do that for you. I'm just kidding, man. Man, it's great to be here with y'all as usual. And uh, now that uh, the hours have changed, <clears throat> this time of year, it's a good time for doing these shows. Summertime, it starts to get daylight till seven p.m. Uh, I kind of be thinking about flying a little bit sometimes, but um, man, it's it's good to hang out with y'all here on this show for sure. I enjoy talking about things. Sometimes we stray. We talk about 3D printers, um, things that are not always related to paramotors, but we have a good time no matter what, um, for sure. Good, good yeah. folks, man. Absolutely. And, and you know, we you know we are talking about things that we can 3D print for the paramotor community. I, I think that's really awesome. Um, half the stuff that Eric showed, I didn't even think about, but, you know, he's printing up and sending out. That's really awesome. I yeah, I put, I, I put in the chat if anybody wants that stuff just you know reach out let me know let me know what you're interested in if i need measurements i can get them and then i can make them if you pay for material and shipping i don't mind printing them out so um you know just get in touch with me y'all can get in touch with me somehow awesome well thank you very much let's see we also have jp tulo jp tulo tell us a bit about your tiktok man and uh how many millions we got going on in there? I know that you said they kind of slowed down a little bit, but you know, you are the master. You are the TikTok tool. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've leveled out a little bit at around six thousand uh, followers at the moment. Um, got a couple big hits though. That's kind of how the the platform works though. They uh, suck you in with a couple of successful videos, and then you just keep doing it and doing it, which is where I'm at right now. I, I don't know. It's fun though. We have fun with it. We make little uh little clips you know put some music in and some goofy effects and then uh it's always nice to go back to that you know months down the road years down the road and look at uh how we were flying and how uh you know what we were doing it's just like you know family vacation pictures or something like that but with videos and flying so yeah uh you can look me up at jptulo.com or uh, i'm on instagram youtube tiktok and the facebook so yeah awesome well definitely thank you for being here um on the third year uh of, oh, always a pleasure i mean amazing i can't believe we're on the third year we also got paramountusa.com arlena anderson hey i had to mute myself oh i had fun tonight i did too i had no idea like what the 3d printers and all that stuff was what it can do but i'm gonna like you know i'm gonna start like researching it so i kind of learn it and then when you guys are at, you know on the show and you're talking about what you're doing now because this is going to be a big thing um yeah i want to be like oh i know what that is you know so that's that's really cool um yeah so thursday night is paraglidingtalk.com with the awesomest host robert michael so um join us we always have a really good time always good info you never know what guests are going to pop in on the show i never know to the last minute and everything so um speaking of guests uh next monday the 10th we got jack burton and his sidekick adam dowling um are going to be on the show 
going to be our guest, so it's going to be a lot of fun. Can't wait. And uh, yeah, so far so good. Everybody, you know, as long as everybody stays healthy, he'll be on the show on uh, next Monday. So you guys all tune in. It's going to be a good one. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, thank you all for joining us uh, today, the first day of season three, uh, episode 103. It's amazing. I, I really appreciate everyone that is here on the panel, everybody that joins us every week in the Super Chat. It's really nice to see and hear family every Monday night, every Tuesday night, every Wednesday night, every Thursday night. It's really awesome. I mean, this this is this is what it's all about. It's the, the, the community, the, the paramotor, the paragliding community. We're all... Uh, we're on love of getting up in the air and uh, to a to a brand new year 2022 I hope everyone has a great year the best year ever and this COVID thing goes away really really quick yeah all right everybody on the panel stay here for a second because we're going to chat for just a second after I log off but uh, thank you very much you guys have a wonderful day and uh, peace out we'll see you tomorrow at pbg.com that's love bye guys